Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Your Winning Plays Podcast is back live from the West Coast as the Celtics are on the brink of their season coming to a close for the fourth time this year. And this time it's against the Golden State Warriors. My name is Brian Robb, joined by fellow beat writer at Mass Live, Suiji Chirata, who is also on the West Coast uh, in the wee wee hours of the morning. And we are here to break down (laughs) the Celtics game five loss to the Warriors, 104-94. Series is now heading back to Boston for game six. We'll get to that in a little bit, but we're starting with game five, Suichi. What's your biggest takeaway from what was really a, much like the season, a roller coaster ride of a, of a night for the Celtics? Yeah, of course the Celtics start off horribly, play well, then they end horribly. Like, it's just it's just too perfect, I would think. It's just, you don't know what you're going to get from this team quarter to quarter, and it's just so weird watching this. I think Ime is kind of sick of it, too. Like, you mentioned it. <laughs> A little bit post game, like we need that not game to game consistency, quarter to quarter consistency. And I'm like, honestly, that would make a lot of our lives easier. Um, I honestly feel for the fans. <laughs> like, can you imagine being a fan of this team, B Rob? Just just constant twists and turns. Like, I couldn't, my heart would not be able to take it all the way in the NBA finals. Though at the same time, they are in the NBA finals. So maybe there's, you know, obviously that's a huge silver lining. But I think my biggest takeaway is. And a lot of ways you kind of took away the Celtics, like I'm kind of writing about this for tomorrow on MassLive.com. Uh, should be Check live in about two hours now that I think about mm. it, considering we are on the West Coast. Uh, <laughs> but you, you kind of took away like the air of invincibility. I don't know. It's, it's, maybe that sounds a little dramatic, but just like the fact that they were 7-0 after a loss, right? Like they hadn't lost yeah. back-to-back games since late March, which didn't even really count because they lost like the Toronto game with like, after starters hour or whatever it was so it's just you you kind of lost a little bit of this like like I said like this air of invincibility invincibility after a loss and and they have dropped back-to-back games now they they need to win back-to-back games and I think the Warriors are similarly very good after a loss as well so that that's kind of my biggest thing like it just felt like no matter what this team did like they always responded well after a loss and I think it's just the way they lost too right like like we mentioned like they played so horribly to start off um the first quarter and obviously they came back and they should get props for that but just the way they finished was also just brutal it was just they basically played one good you know one good quarter of basketball one like okay-ish quarter of basketball in the second and then just two really bad quarters and it's just 
you look at that team and you're just kind of like, how much do they have left in the tank? Jason Tatum looks so tired at the end, you know, at the end of the game. Whole team did really and and like Jason said, like it's it's a very long flight back to Boston. Now you gotta win two more. So but like Jason said, you can't win two in one game and you just kind of have to look at game second six and I think go from there just because you can't really do anything else. Yeah, it's a it's a situation. We can kind of start from the start of the game here and why they started slow. And I think a lot of it, um, you know, it, it obviously stems back to the offense. They mm-hmm. were, you know, I think it's 16 points in the first quarter is one of their worst quarters of the, certainly one of the worst first quarters of the, of the uh, entire postseason. And it's a situation there where it was a lot of the same old stuff with Jalen Brown, you know, kind of really having a rough night start to finish, but particularly being a little bit too out of control, just showing like the worst of him there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the bench guys that did come into the game didn't give the Celtics anything really. Mm-hmm. And that I think honestly like fed into the, their, their fourth quarter struggles because he may went away from those guys yeah. um, in the second half. He barely played Derek White. He didn't play Payne Pritchard at all. And mm-hmm. he played Grant, you know, the usual minutes, but he got nothing from those guys. And that was a situation where the Celtics have been really reliant on getting at least something from their bench mm-hmm. pretty much all postseason long. And that just hasn't happened in these last couple of games here. And that's when you're like, oh, why did they fall apart in the fourth quarter again after that comeback? It's like, well, they were gassed. Why were they gassed? Because he may didn't trust the bench. So now, now you go into the, your season's on the line here. And so I wrote about this on a little bit of mass. I was like, where do you, where do you go now? If you're made like you, you kind of, for me, you had, you have to trust these guys again. And that's, mm. that's easier said than done with the way some of these guys are playing right now. Yeah. And, and I, I'm looking at the box score. I got the final book and everything. And the thing with me about the bench too, like you're basically playing seven guys and, also, like, you're playing Rob Williams, too, who obviously is clearly not 100%. So you're basically playing, like, six and a half guys here in the playoffs. I'm like, sure, I get it. It's the playoff, playoff rotations and everything. But, like, this, you're at least playing a six-game series after back-to-back game seven. It's just – there's only just so much these guys can do. Like, Jason Tatum obviously played 44 minutes. So did Jalen. Like, like, we can talk – we can go on and on about how these guys are 25, 24 years old. But they're going to get tired, especially with these flights and everything like that. And then – or just chasing know, around Steph play. Curry all game, like yeah. Clay Thompson's. Like it's like you, you're not. This is that's a whole different level of like endurance. I feel like. Yeah, and it's just obviously they need to play better, but it's like quite boring. Like you need more from Derek White, right? Like you, you simply do. And, and Derek White got his flyers after game one. He obviously shot the lights out of the ball. You know the Warriors left them open, et cetera, et cetera. But like Derek White simply cannot give you one point on zero for four shooting. With and, you know three assists minus 13, 21 minutes. I'm looking at the box score right now. Like I said, and you just you just simply need more than that. Like you need you need Grant to score more than three points. You need if if Peyton Pritchard is going to even play five points, like his first touch of the game, his first possession of the game can't be you know an out of bounds uh, just because he didn't know where the sideline. It's like, like clockwork. The, the turnover, the the out of bounds turnover is a uh, I think a... that's happened at least like two to three times this postseason. You're like yeah. Like, bro, you're in, like, this is your second year now. Like, this, you simply need to be better. And it's just, I think it goes just back to the fact that the Celtics just have no depth. Like, realistically, who's their ninth guy in the rotation, Aaron Neesmith? And who is it behind that? Is it Sam Hauser? Is it Nick Stauskas? Like, who, you know, it's probably tight realistically, but he, he's basically, you know, you, you right. You're as, not playing as we saw in the first, now. Yeah. Like, as we saw in the first two games when they were trying to limit Rosman, it's like he's not, 
exactly a playable piece of the rotation just because of the way the Warriors play and everything like that. So you just see more, I think it just comes down to depth. Like you, you, this is just simply not sustainable. And we saw that just because, and, and there are times too, when, when the Celtics have looked tired, obviously throughout the playoffs. And obviously, like we said, like back to back game seven series and all that kind of stuff. But like, I felt like this was kind of the first time where I, I, you know, I kind of looked at them and I'm like, Whoa, these guys look just like, really tired after the game you know like even in post game it just everything felt kind of muted you know like they said all obviously they're going to say all the right things and media trend and all that kind of stuff but i don't know i don't know b-rob it just wasn't as much of an oomph i felt maybe it's because we're all tired too like the whole media condition <laughs> is also tired like maybe that's part of it but i just i just didn't feel as much juice as, as past series and you know if i'm a Celtics fan I, i'd be a little bit concerned about that going into game six here in, in, in two days yeah, I mean the the Garden crowd, I think will help a little bit on that front to get that that oomph for them. But it like we've seen in the last two or three rounds, like that hasn't been mm-hmm. close to guaranteeing them a victory on that front. But yeah, I mean the the fourth quarter they scored, I think the Celtics scored like six points total or five points total in the first like eight and a half minutes, and mm-hmm. it was it was a clear case of you know you you want to figure out like, okay, who's to blame. And, but you also have to be like, well, the Warriors are like playing pretty damn good defense right now um, between, and they really leaned into that lineup yeah. a lot. Like Gary Payton, the second played big minutes tonight. Clay Thompson, I think defensively has been really good these last couple of games after having a, mm. a rough start. And then Wiggins is, was doing everything on both ends of the floor in the fourth quarter. So when you have that, when you have, I mean, all those factors coming together and, and Steph Curry kind of holding up well um, on that end of the floor tonight against the Celtics team that just, you know, is kind of reverting to their old tendencies when they get tired and just trying to figure out like, okay, how can I do this by myself against the collapsing defense? And it's just those, those shots aren't there. A lot of the easy passes that they thought are going to be there aren't there. And so they just need, they need to be better, and whether that's just being fresher or getting, you know, ranks your offense better, I'm not sure. Like, that's the stuff they're going to have to look at. But this is a time where if you're even a doka, I don't know, like, do you – like, it's not like you have a lot of alternatives right now. You're not – you don't have a – like, to your point about the bench and the depth, there's, like, there's not a wild card option to throw in there. It's like, no, you're going to have to, mm-hmm. like – everyone just has to be better. All right, let's take a minute to hear from our sponsor, Ticket IQ here. At the Wing Place podcast. Big game coming up in this series at the TD Garden. If you want to be there, your best bet is Ticket IQ. The thing that they offer that is great is fee free tickets for all events. What you see on the site is what you pay. And so Ticket IQ customers save about 10 to 20% compared to the other secondary, secondary market sites like StubHub or Ace Ticket because of those fee free tickets. So that, that transparency is important. On top of that, if you buy at Ticket IQ for NBA Finals or anything else you want to go to ticket-wise, you get an additional $50 off at checkout with the promo code BROB. That's B-R-O-B-B. With that code, you could get into the door for hundreds less than you could at other sites based on Ticket IQ's fee-free tickets. So head on over there, check them out at Ticket IQ for tickets for the rest of the series, whether you're on the East Coast, are thinking about or are transplanting on the West Coast. Ticket IQ is the place to go. Use that promo code BROB. That's B R O B B 
$50 off for a ticket IQ. It's your best bet. Now back, now back to the show. Well, I mean, and I see what you, I agree with you and what you mean, but Aaron Neesmith is the very definition of a I mean, wild card. card. So. I don't, Ime is not going to go down that road. That is a break glass in case of emergency. Option. Like that's not a game. That's Especially... not a season on the line option. <laughs> so yeah. Man, trying him tonight though might have been. I mean, like I don't know. Like it's trying yeah, him earlier yeah, in this. I mean, I guess they did what they would have tried him. Like game two, they gave him like a little run. Uh, it's too yeah. late. Now. Like you're not gonna go there. I mean, yeah. Especially you, game six. Do you look at line. yeah? Like they won't do this because it wasn't necessarily a prompt tonight. Like. Like, how do you get white going? Do you, mm-hmm. do you mix something up? Do you throw in the surprise starting lineup change or whatever like that to like, you yeah. know, you start small and then you can bounce back and forth with Val and Rob easier and maybe mm-hmm. cut off a little of the first quarter momentum they've, they've built with this new look lineup tonight. I, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure if that's your biggest problem there, but you know, with your backs against the wall here, like everything's gotta be on the table. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much of this is just like Quebec like hitting shots just from like not necessarily from Derek White, right? Like he we know he's not necessarily a shooter, but like how different would this game have been? Maybe not, maybe not with that fourth quarter, but like how different would the energy have been if Peyton Pritchard hits one of those three pointers? You yeah. know, like just just maybe, maybe you can give him a bit of a longer run. Just because the thing obviously with Peyton, like he only played five minutes. Like we know for a fact Ime can roll with Peyton Pritchard for a longer period. Like we saw it in um game one in the fourth quarter like when he's hitting shots like he is more than okay like throwing him out there and I, I just think obviously you go over three you're not really adding you're not you know like we can talk as much about how scrappy paid and purchases on defense but like you're not adding them as much value there as you are on the offensive side of the ball and it's just I, I just wonder how much of it is, is truly just 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 make shots at the end of the day and and you know it was just crazy to me like you look at the box score like this was probably Jason's best offensive game and I don't think that's any stretch of imagination, you know, like that's not, it's not a revelation, but he had five and nine three pointers. He's been doing that, but he, he shot 50%. Finally, he hadn't done that all series. 27 points is still a little low, especially for a game like this. I think, um, especially with the way he had it going, you know, at, at certain points, like in the second or late in the first quarter, he finally found a little bit of rhythm. He was actually, you know, shooting a little bit more going forward, but it's just, you, it, it's crazy to me that the Celtics still lost by double digits because you had like a solid, you know, good to great Jason Tatum making his shots um, besides the fourth quarter, he was one for five. And then he had Steph Curry going over nine, like right. two, the hypothetical best players on each team won the Celtics way. And then it was just, it just comes back down to depth, I think. And I don't know what you could do, B-Rob, right? Like it's not just the idea of you don't have any depth um, for like rest purposes, but like that also limits your options. Like what, what truly, what can you do if you, you mean like, you're not going to throw any of these bench guys quite boldly, right? Like, they haven't been getting any run besides Lee Smith for, like, a few minutes here and there in the East Finals because, like, Marcus Smart will hurt. So, I don't know what you do. Like, I think – I'm very curious to see what you made does just because, like you said, like, there really are, like, not that many options that you can kind of throw out there. Yeah, and I, I mean, the, the good news for at least, the, you know, they have to win two, you, but game six is in Boston. And, and role, I mean, like, the role player should play better in Boston – traditionally like mm-hmm. you're you're gonna get you know that's a place where you can you know rely on guys a little bit more there and give them a little bit more of a leash and when you look at you know some of the best performances they've gone from out of these guys in the postseason they've largely come at home whether it was Grant Williams and game seven against the Bucks or 
you know, Payne Pritchard against the Nets and a couple of those games early on where he got some crunch time run there. Um, so that's a situation there where that that's like an easy, like first step. Okay. Let's like get these minutes at least more reasonable here. Cause we, I guess Ime saw, you know, the desperation of minutes wise, that was like, it was kind of like a game six or game seven move tonight in game five. And I respect it for you because like the bench was that bad, but I can't mm-hmm. see him repeating this again with these guys um, running them into the ground like that when the offense, especially like Jalen, like Jalen was not having a good night and he still played him 44 mm-hmm. minutes because it was like, he's like, I don't like the alternative. I don't like the alternatives here. Yeah. And so that, that, that's the troubling spot, but you need, I mean, there's no question. You just need, you need someone on the bench to, to play better um, mm-hmm. at the very least to, to, to force a seven here. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. Like, I, I just think it has to kind of be there going in a lot of ways and not necessarily right. Like we, we talk about shot making and all that kind of stuff, but like, I just think Derek needs to be, you know, like maybe it is a tough ass just because like we saw Andrew Wiggins go right at him a few times. Um, but it's just like affecting the game and that's in some, in some other ways, but also just like hitting like a few shots. Like he went 0 for 4, like how, how different would life would be if he went two for four, you make one more two, and you're one for three from three, right? And then yeah. maybe you can play him a little bit more, et cetera, et cetera. And just, I don't know. I just, I just think it comes down, down to like, you, you just got to play better. And like, I don't envy email. Like we keep saying, like, what, what do you do here? <laughs> like, obviously, you know, I'm not going to act like, you know, I have to say basketball mind by any means, but it's just like, I look at this and I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, you, you kind of did what you kind of have to do in an eliminate, you know, in like a crucial game five, two, two on the road. Like, you lean on your best guys and your best guys are like rightfully exhausted. Like I just, I just, you know, it's, it's a, it's a befuddling time for sure. <laughs> your email. All right. Let's look elsewhere in this game. We talked about Tatum a little bit. I think another pretty good game for Rob Williams overall. I mean, he was a plus 11 mm-hmm. in 30 minutes. That was the thing is like, well, that, you know, they really struggled when he was on the bench. Um, at the start of the fourth there and at parts in the of the first half too. So, but that was a, you know, he at least made it out of 30 minutes live, which I think is an encouraging sign mm-hmm. there. Um, elsewhere, like Jalen's night, was that as like, I mean, he's had some pretty bad games this postseason, but that was, that was pretty horrific. Was like he was, if you look at what ran out of the first quarter, it was pretty much Jalen Brown, like just mm-hmm. being a little bit too out of control. And him and him and Marcus Smart actually, they were both pretty miserable in the first half, and that's that's something that they needs to, you know, just just get cleaned up. Yeah, and, and to Jalen's credit, and Al said this too, like the third quarter was partly because he set the tone, right? Like, yeah, he, you know, one one he got to the free throw line four four times to start the third quarter, and two he actually made all of them, which uh, was no guarantee uh, for the Celtics uh, in Game Five, so. He should get some credit there, but but like he said, like I don't know how many times I looked at you in the first half, and I'm like, what in the world is Jalen Brown doing, right? Like it was just, he was just out of control. Like I, 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 you know, like I thought, you know, I remember seeing a few tweets like Jalen, I think on his first shot, I believe he had like a tough mid range jumper, and I was like, okay, like it might just it, it might, and like Jason hadn't like shot the ball at that point yet, and obviously didn't know, but like based off of like how the series had been going, like people were like, okay, the Celtics win the series. It might be time for Jalen Brown finals. And then he just, he just stuck it up from there. And it was just, it was crazy to watch just because it was just, it wasn't just missing sauce. Like the turnovers continue to be an issue. Like, you know, like the decision-making was just crazy. It was, it was just so many things. And I was just kind of like, Jalen, what, 
you've been playing so well. Like, where, where did this come from kind of deal? And Marcus, too, and, and with like with Marcus, like, he had a pretty good third quarter. I think pretty much everyone had a good third quarter right. who did play, uh, to be fair. So, but it's just, you just need a little bit more of that. And, and my thing, too, is just, like, there were, like, a few possessions there where Marcus was really just under control, really affecting the game well, and, and then he just goes and makes, like, a blunder just to kind of, like, wipe away all those things. And it was just... It was, it was just like a little jarring, I guess, just to watch. Like, if you just slow it down a little bit, I don't know, like the Warriors want to speed you guys up and everything, but it's just, it was, that was also just kind of like, okay, like if Jalen, if it's a Jalen off night, it's a Marcus off night, the bench isn't giving you anything. Like, the Celtics are kind of lucky to solve, like, Jason finally had like a semi decent night because, like, I, they weren't really finding offense anywhere else uh, outside of that third quarter. And, like like we said, like Jason finished one for five in the fourth quarter because he was partly because he was gassed and partly because like the Warriors just kind of did whatever they wanted that quarter. So it's just once again, like, you know, it just comes back down to the fact that like when you're playing essentially a seven man rotation and like most people are off, like you're just gonna have stinkers like this uh that we saw tonight. All right, we're gonna wrap up in a second with final thoughts and looking ahead to game six here first. Let's hear from our sponsors. Our partners at Bet Online, the continue to be the number one sports for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all latest odds, news, and sports developments, including odds on these finals, NHL conference finals, MLB, latest fighting news, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use a promo code CLNS50 to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Suiji, everyone shipping back east. Get travel day, recovery day, two days off before this make or break game six at the Garden. It's going to be obviously a raucous crowd. Celtics, I believe, are four and five in their last nine games at the Garden. Something not too promising there. What are you expecting out of this team in game six? Are we getting a game seven here? And what, what tweaks, if anything, do you make of your email out of the stuff we've talked about? I I don't think we'll get a game seven, honestly. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that's just kind of the vibe. I mean, I could definitely be wrong. I've been wrong so many times. These playoffs are <laughs> ridiculous. Like the fact that we're even talking about a game six right now, just how, if you asked me that when they were down three two to the Bucks, would just be completely out of the realm of my yeah. mind. Like, I'd be like, "What are you even talking about?" So, dude, fair could be wrong, but the preface said I just don't think so. I just like the war. Like, it's not just like the Warriors are obviously a very talented team, but I just think, and it's not even like the nuance or just like all those kind of things about just like playoff experience or finals experience specifically and the core and everything like that. I just think like it just comes down to the Warriors have kind of more options to tinker with um, who could give you quality minutes. And like, you know, there could be a situation, right? Like the Celtics, obviously, you know, they got their flowers after game one, just because Al had a big game, Derek had a big game, et cetera, et cetera. Peyton had a big game, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, like that was kind of, that's kind of looking like a one-off in a lot of ways, you know, and it's just, it just goes back. I just, don't know what tweaks you you would make if you're email just because you know like i think we kind of went through all of them like what, what do you do here like surprise daniel tice minutes like is that is that truly like no you know like how many how many decisions can you make like run pritchard a little bit more but what if he steps out of bounds again like it just it's just one of those things where 
like you only have seven guys that you can trust playing and like grant hasn't really had like a big game in, in a hot minute and you know the part of partly of that right like the way the bucks started was basically let grant williams beat you and he kind of did in game seven so i mean that's part of scheme part part you know all those good all that good stuff but i just i don't know like i just don't like i said like the energy seemed just a, kind of like a little bit off like I'm not not to say they're not confident. Like I'm sure they are confident that they can come back uh, to SF uh, for Game Seven here. But it's just like, like the juice I think was a little different tonight, and that that makes me a little cautious. I think, um, and I don't know. That's just kind of my gut feeling. But I guess we'll see, B Rob. I, I don't know how you feel, but I I don't think there will be a Game Seven. Um, I think a lot of traveling media would kind of be happy there isn't a Game Seven, <laughs> but. At the same time, Game Seven of the Finals would also be kind of a cool experience. So you just kind of you kind of roll with the punches, just as we have been the last two months now. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, you don't really you don't get too many Game Seven in the Finals, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And if you look at this year, but yeah, it was certainly. I mean, the fact it was the same script as Game. Actually, you know what it feels like? It, it almost felt like a reverse Game Three, where. You know, the Warriors mm-hmm. in that game, or the Celtics went up big early in that game. The Warriors made their third quarter comeback push. And then the Celtics mm-hmm. came back and just dominated the fourth quarter and put them away. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was just, again, the roles were kind of, I feel like, reversed there. If you will, but, the, but the fact that this is, these issues are, it feels like the Celtics are kind of banging their head against the, the wall offensively here. Um, <laughs> so I'm not sure. I've, I honestly think it's like you need – you need everyone to be just be be better. And I don't know whether I think maybe considering throwing a wrinkle in there, like smarting starting small with Derek, um, mm-hmm. just to just to do it. Um, and just to say you did something, honestly. Just to say you did something, exactly. It's like you're like I don't know, because I'm not sure like with these slow starts and these double bit, it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, where where can you kind of protect against that kind of a thing and maybe get him Mm-hmm. going that way and tinker with the rotation kind of the Warriors have they did successfully with getting Porter Jr. in the starting five and dividing yeah that's true and, and Draymond but I, again like that that's not really their biggest issue right now their biggest issue is that the turnovers their biggest issue <laughs> is getting anything out of their bench and also just stopping the guys around Curry even when you you do you keep him under wraps one night it was not enough so but I don't know. Based on this season, Suichi, I'm guessing they're going to win Game Six. I think they're going <laughs> to they're going to drag this out as much as they've they've oh, done everything man. else possible in this season. What's what's one more like fight to the finish, like win their elimination, yeah. last hurrah, as as the entire traveling media like you know pulls their hair out <laughs> for one one more twelve hour round trip. But well. Yeah, well, only the San Francisco Raiders would be happy then because they got to come That's back. That's true. They got to do That's true. So it's only it's only half of us that would be, you know, pulling our hair out for that one. But but that'll, that'll do it for us here on the Wing Plays pod. Check out all Suichi stuff on Mass Live. It's been killing it there. Check them out on Twitter at Suichi Tirada, S-O-U-I-C-H-I-T-E-R-A-D-A. And um, you can follow me as well. Follow my stuff on Mass Live. Subscribe, rate, review the Winkle Plays pod. We'll be back with you later this week to break down either the end of the Celtics season, Suichi, or oh a game seven. So either way, there'll be a lot to talk about. 
Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> and we'll talk to you later this week.